0: Ladies and gentlemen.
1: Wayne, can I do this intro this week?
0: Well, alright. If you listen to the poem I just wrote.
1: Oh, well, okay.
0: <laughs> we had a co-star named Kendall. She's sick. She's sick. We want her to feel better. And quick. And quick. Why oh why is Kendall ill?
1: Couldn't she take a medicating pill?
0: We have a fill-in Mr Black. Yes, he's back No deal For this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast
1: <laughs> Kendall, we want you back oh, Feel come, better real soon Come
0: back, Kendall Come back <laughs> Miss you, love you Dedicated to you Q music
1: I don't know what we're yelling about We came, we saw, we kicked its ass Oh, oh die, die. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it,
0: if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Conversation anyway. Wait. Loud
1: noises. Well, hello. Hi. Hey there. <laughs> How we going? Hey, I'm
0: Wayne Stellanie.
1: I'm a Fulia Cantar
0: Welcome to a podcast called Fred.
1: Yes indeedy. It's hey. another week without Kendall.
0: Another week, what? I know, missing Kendall miserably. Uh, yes. Miserably. But
1: Yes, definitely.
0: And we're still in self isolation, Folia.
1: Yes. Oh my god, what day is it for you? <laughs>
0: uh, it is Oh I'm you know what? The bad thing is I'm not actually counting, but I think this is day... I think this is day eight.
1: Day eight for you? Yes. This is day 21 for me.
0: I went for a full week, like just <laughs> over a full week um, without without working. And, you know, I like I, I don't work full-time. I work part-time outside. Mm. So, you know, you're used to a few days off every now and then. But yeah. having this really long stretch, uh, and I think it's different when you're say on um on leave or on holiday because you know when you're going back to work but this one you know i've been given i've been given a date but it's written in pencil not in stone
1: yeah oh wow yeah That is strange
0: yeah so but i've been trying to make the most of it myself um oh that's good yeah i mean really like you know what can you do i've been doing grocery shopping i've been stretching my legs i've been watching tv
1: that's nice (laughs) a
0: tiny tiny bit of writing actually not not feeling all that inspired Mm. this week unfortunately but you can't force inspiration it just has to come to you naturally
1: no exactly
0: (laughs) how about yourself folio what have you been up to you've hit the the three week mark
1: (laughs) yes i've hit three weeks and it's oh my goodness it's been the longest three weeks but Mm -mm. this particular week um, hasn't like, um, not a lot has been done, but I have also been doing a little bit of work, finalizing a few, um, video edits. Um, keeping I've been, busy. yeah, yeah. So keeping busy on the creative front. Um, I've been doing a lot of binge watching of shows, mm. <laughs> as everybody else would be right now.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. I've been. I've also been watching um Jimmy Fallon, uh, the Tonight Show at Jim, with Jimmy Fallon, the Home Edition. <laughs> yeah. On YouTube, and it's it's really it's really fun to watch, and it it just sort of keeps you entertained. Jimmy Fallon's doing his thing. He's got his wife doing the camera operating. He's got, <laughs> he's got his kids doing the the graphics.
0: <laughs> I really like Jimmy Fallon. He's one of my favorite entertainers at the moment yeah. from the from the US, yeah. Definitely. Re- re- and really he's like him. and
1: he's like Zoom chatting with all these different um, actors and actresses and other sort of artists and celebrities and it's um it's a lot of fun to watch and then he has you know in some of the episodes at the end of it there's a musical performance by um you know a musician or a a band or something like that which is a lot of fun to watch um so that's that's keeping me entertained as well (laughs) um yeah um I've been playing. I've been playing uh, on my Nintendo Switch a lot lately, mm-hmm. um, especially since I received a copy of uh, Animal Crossing: New Horizons. <laughs> oh, not you too. <laughs> yes, me too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
1: I got it after Alex, so Alex had it before me, but I ordered it and then found out she already had it. So. <laughs> Um. Yes, but it's a, it's a lot of fun. It's really cute.
0: Nice, nice. Yeah. And, and what's the object of the game?
1: It's literally like building a life on a on an island, pretty much.
0: Oh, so it's Sims on an island.
1: Pretty much. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We're just with little cute characters.
0: <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. So that's been keeping you occupied, keeping you busy.
1: Yes, definitely. Like going out for you know, tr- going fishing, find you know digging up. Things from the ground, trying to gather materials to build things. Um, yeah, it's been it's been really fun. Nice. Yeah. Oh,
0: nice, nice. Yeah, I was <laughs> just like thinking, gosh, I haven't really been doing anything that fun. I've started watching the series Tiger King on Netflix.
1: Oh, not you too. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, I've been wanting, I've been meaning to watch it for a while, and
1: yeah,
0: uh, you know, it sort of came up. It's like, oh yeah, that sounds a bit weird. And interesting. Mm. And then by the time I've had that thought to now, it feels like the whole world has watched it. Yeah, pretty so much. I am very much a Johnny-come-lately, but I, I am avoiding a lot of spoilers, which is great. Uh, yeah. And nothing can really prepare you for this show, Fulia. Yeah?
1: Okay, well, <laughs> what is it about exactly? Look, essentially, it's it, it's
0: not the easiest to explain, but mm-hmm. it follows these different people who have an interest in raising and breeding tigers in the united states yep and so they're essentially you know have their own zoos or or farms or sanctuaries or or rescue spaces and they're all fighting and butting heads against one another Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: some are really eccentric some are a bit strange if you will yeah, um, you know, well, like the the main person that we follow. His name is is John Exotic, or Joe Exotic. Is
1: that, is that the guy with the tigers? Yeah, one of them, yes, yeah.
0: But he's okay. the one with the with the moustache and the mullet. Uh, right, yeah, right. Okay. He is incredibly, uh, <laughs> incredibly intense, incredibly intense. And his main competitor, Ooh. who um, has like this sanctuary for tigers, who says that she's there to, you know, to to give them a safe space. Yeah, not to breed them for for money reasons, so to speak. Um, okay. Yeah, so he claims that uh, her husband, who disappeared a few years ago, or several mm-hmm. years ago, um, met an untimely death. Oh, and that not only is she responsible for that death because he was mm-hmm. a mil- multi-millionaire. Yeah. Uh, but she also disposed of his body by feeding them to a tiger.
1: Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. That's, that's a big accusation.
0: It is a huge accusation and nothing is proved uh, at all, but it's yep. it's like you want to sort of push that out there enough times people will start to believe it.
1: And yeah, yeah a
0: whole episode is kind of devoted to, to, to horror and this accusation. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just a lot of crazy stuff goes on. But
1: oh the goodness. whole time,
0: to be perfectly honest, Fulia, I'm just mm. like, all these poor tigers. Like, right? I actually just feel sorry for for these tigers, like, kept in captivity. Yeah, um, definitely. Well, there's more tigers kept in cap- captivity in America, in the United States, than mm. there are free tigers everywhere else in the world combined. Wow. Yeah.
1: that is that is amazing facts like yeah it just it just shows (laughs) what they can do
0: (laughs) yeah well this is the thing Well, like you know exotics uh business his main pull really is that you can pay like i think it's about three to four hundred dollars to visit his park and actually pet and cuddle and hold a baby tiger Wow, which is, really? Yeah, which is really cute because it's it's a cub, it's a kitten. They don't, you know, they're not dangerous. Yeah, I right? suppose they're not dangerous, right? But in saying that, if that's your main angle for making money, yeah, one tiger is only going to be a baby for about a year. So then yeah, you exactly. need to replace them. Then you need to breed and breed and breed. So he's got like over a thousand tigers.
1: Oh wow.
0: Yeah. And you know, that's expensive they're expensive to feed because they eat a lot and he's got other animals as well. So I don't know, it's like I think the the underlying thing for me is like just the welfare of all of these animals more than anything.
1: Yeah. Um but
0: you do have some people who you just know and it's generally the employees, not these mm. big people who are fighting and acting like children, but it's more like the employees who get paid peanuts. Yeah. And some nothing at all. They're the ones that genuinely care. Um okay. so it's interesting. I'm halfway through. I'm halfway yeah. through my binge. But, wow. yeah, there's a lot of interesting people out there, Fulia. <laughs> As someone said to me, they're like, Wayne, they're all messed up. Because <laughs> I said, oh, I've yeah. been hearing about this. Do you recommend it? Uh, and, and they're like, everyone's messed up in this show. I'm like, and I'm just like, you absolutely are. Absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. Um,
1: well, well, a Netflix show that I've just finished watching, finally, yes is um the adventure the chilling adventures of Sabrina part three so I've just finished part three
0: yeah enjoying it still
1: yes um it got a little intense towards the end of part three um which I'm not really used to when I'm watching these type of fantasies but mm. um, then I realized well this is sort of similar to what supernatural is going through but it's a, it's actually a lot darker than supernatural now <laughs> Wow. Yeah, it's gotten a lot darker. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm not going to spoil it for people who are out there who do listen to us and actually watch the show. Um, But it it does end um, very sort of strangely, but, like, it kind of satisfies me, but doesn't. Okay, okay.
0: (laughs) So So now I'm
1: wondering... Sorry, go on.
0: Oh, sorry, yes, I was going to say, does it leave, like, an opening for, for season four?
1: yes yes no there's definitely it like you can feel the fact that there's going to be a part four Mm. um it's just like now that i've now it's ended on a hell of a cliffhanger so i have no idea what to expect in the next next season and i i'm like oh my goodness i need time to process all of this
0: yeah (laughs) i get that Uh,
1: yeah, so, um, yes, no, I'm I'm absolutely loving the show, um, even though some people that I know have said they don't really like the way that they've taken Sabrina. Right. Um, I know it's definitely, it's 100% completely opposite to what the sitcom was. Oh, but, yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: well, if you're gonna it, do but the it's same, still, it's the still point? enjoyable.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So um, the fact that they've taken it in a completely different turn has um, definitely um, made me uh, more interested in the show, so mm. I'm actually enjoying it, and now I can't wait for part four.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, and is goodness. there any
0: release date on that?
1: No, no, haven't uh, haven't heard anything yet. So, uh, um, well, and the way that everything is going at the moment, I'm not sure it won't. It probably won't come out until either the end of the year or maybe the start of next year. That's usually around the time it comes out, anyway.
0: Right, so, yeah. or it could be 2024
1: <laughs> you just look it up? No,
0: I'm just assuming by the say- way things are going
1: <laughs> I'm like, that doesn't sound right, but okay
0: <laughs> <laughs> No, I wouldn't give you false dates and misinformation fully, I don't troll people Yeah,
1: yeah, okay
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can start well- if you like <laughs>
1: With that in mind, let's jump into the nerdy news!
0: Oh, strange segue, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now, the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most S. Mr. Black. Take it away, Mr. Black. Hello, I'm Mr. Black, filling in for the Kendall Richardson with this week's nerdy news. Singer-songwriter Bill Withers, who is responsible for such classics as Ain't No Sunshine, Lean On Me, Just The Two Of Us, and Lovely Day, has died at the age of 81. Fountains of Wayne founding band member Adam Schlesinger has died as a result of complications from COVID-19. The Emmy and Grammy Award winner and Oscar nominee was 52. Actor and dialect coach Andrew Jack has died at the age of 76 from COVID-19. Mr. Jack had worked with over 200 actors in his career and also appeared in the Star Wars franchise. In film news, and Disney has announced new release dates for a number of upcoming films. Mulan will now be released on the 24th of July and Black Widow on the 6th of November. Jungle Cruise starring Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt will be released on the 30th of July next year. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, Thor, Love and Thunder and Captain Marvel 2 have also had their new release dates confirmed, but nobody cares. Artemis Fowl will be going straight to Disney+, Plus. a date has yet to be confirmed. Sony Pictures has also announced new release dates for their upcoming films. Peter Rabbit 2 on the 15th of January 2021 and Ghostbusters Afterlife on the 5th of March 2021 are amongst their titles. Paramount Pictures confirmed the new release dates for their upcoming films, including the Spongebob movie, Sponge on the Run, on the 31st of July this year. Quiet Place 2 will be released on the 4th of September 2020 and Top Gun Maverick on the 23rd of December 2020. Luca Guadagnino confirms Cast will return for his sequel to Call Me By Your Name. On to television and the last seven episodes of Supernatural will be aired as if they were a separate final season of the originally planned conclusion to the popular TV show. Life on Mars creator Matthew Graham says a third and final season is in the works. On to gaming news and the first official Friday the 13th board game will be coming out this year. Hint, hint. The Last of Us 2 and Iron Man VR pulled from release with no new release dates set. This has been Mr Black with the nerdy news for a podcast called Fred. Back to you, Fulia and Wayne, in your respective studios.
1: All right, thank you, Mr. Black, for that.
0: It's a lot of news there, Fulia.
1: Oh my goodness, Kendall has done a hell of a lot of research. Mr. Black must not have been happy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, I think Mr. Black likes to take the credit for all of the news delivery, but I don't know. He's he's not the (laughs) most... Look, he's professional, but he's quite competitive and not the most graceful um, host. Sometimes is he? <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot of release dates pushed back.
1: Very much so. Like if we like if we go through all these different release dates, let's start with the Disney ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so mentioned already, Mulan's uh, being pushed back to July. We've got Black Widow pushed back to November, mm-hmm. um, and a few others here. Free Guy on the 11th of December, uh, this year. The Eternals, uh, the 12th of February next year. Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, uh, 7th of May next year. Jungle Cruise. Was uh is going to be pushed back to uh, the thirtieth of J- July next year, which coincidentally is my birthday. <laughs> so so I'll be watching seeing that on it. My on your movie? <laughs> you're seeing the movie on your birthday. <laughs> I'm gonna. Like <laughs> I, it's gonna be a good birthday present for me. So if I'm not if I'm not busy during that time, I will be seeing it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um Doctor Strange and the multiverse of madness has been pushed back all the way to the fifth of November next year.
0: A year and a half away, essentially.
1: Oh, pretty much. Uh, Thor, Love and Thunder, all the way back to... um, Actually, not as far, actually. uh, 18th of Feb, 2022. Actually, that's further out. That is further Um, out, yes. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't even realize the year. Um, And then the last and the second uh, installment to the Captain America... Captain America? Captain Marvel, I should say. Captain Marvel 2 is coming out... Uh, the 8th of July, 2022. So it's l- that is t- a major pushback. A long time between drinks. Yes, yes, 100%. So um, we're going to be waiting a while for a lot of these Disney-related ones. Um, mm. Maybe not so much for a few of them, um, but a lot of them have been pushed back to next year and even 2022, so that's going to be... Well, with movies
0: like this, though, you, you, you do want to spread them out because... I mean, it's such an oversaturated genre anyway, mm. and you still want fans to wait and get excited.
1: That's true. About.
0: Um, it's yeah. got quite a loyal fan base, and it's not. I'm not saying that the, these fans will take these franchises for granted, but I think you do want to make people really wait for them, get excited all about them. So we're not just going, "Oh, here's another one."
1: Yeah, um, exactly. Well, my- it also it also gives the. Um the producers some time to market all these movies too
0: (laughs) yeah my my thing with these especially um ones like the marvel movies because they're so reliant on cgi Mm. and special effects problem is though with cgi is that cgi does not age well so even sitting on the shelf for a year or two ages a film badly
1: yeah, um, that's so
0: true. I feel like it's also then opportunity for them to touch up CGI, I feel. Yeah,
1: it's um, true. To
0: polish them. You would hope that they would do that. It will cost them more to do that, but you would yeah, hope will, so. Yeah. You know, you you yeah. would hope so because the box office is where these movies are made and broken really. Um hmm. they're not the sort of movies that gain momentum on on DVD or streaming services that they No, not really. need to be seen on a big screen. Um, yeah, 100%, you know, yeah. So, I mean, it's a little alarming because even some of their movies, when released and made in efficient timing, you can tell when not as much money have, has been put into some titles as opposed to others. Because those yeah. ones that don't have as much money, the CGI is not that great. Yeah. And look, if the story is strong, do you really care about the CGI? Probably not, let's be honest. The characters yeah, are true. interesting if the story is good. But yeah. in in a franchise where there's so much reliance on these graphic effects because well look who they're do look at the type of characters they're dealing with there there has to be Uh, you know you you expect all these wonderful things to happen um yeah yeah i hope that they stay sort of on top of it
1: yeah hopefully i'm pretty sure they will um it's just yeah it's just it just means that the fans are just going to have to wait a little longer um for their release yeah, in order to enjoy them. <laughs>
0: yeah, and I think the fans will be patient with this one.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Mm. Um, now moving into uh, the Sony releases, mm. um, Peter Rabbit two mentioned fifteenth of July next year. Uh, July January, man, I'm I'm getting my months increased. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not sure why. Um, Ghostbusters Afterlife the fifth of March next year, so that's literally over a month away, uh, over a year away. Uh, Morbius, the 19th of March next year uh, Uncharted, uh, the 8th of October next year, Mm. so got a bit of a way, all these films will be coming out uh, next year Um, but hopefully by then I don't, you know, Sony um, I suppose by by the way that Sony has given us release dates it doesn't look like I'm not sure whether Peter Rabbit 2 had announced to be released any time this year, was it?
0: I don't remember. Do you remember? No, no, I don't remember because if it is a pushback, it's not a big pushback. Yeah, but I feel like I've been seeing trailers for Peter Rabbit two for the past three yeah, years. Same.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. So I have, pop- I've been see- I've been seeing it recently as so well. So I feel so like
0: just- it. I feel like it would have been this year, but instead of yeah. pushing it back a few months, have just been like, no, nah, we're cancelling twenty twenty and just yeah. pushing everything over to the following year that they're supposed yeah. to. And maybe that's not a bad thing, to be honest. It means instead of just continually pushing back, pushing back, pushing back, they're like, okay, this is new. We're just
1: going to do this once, and this, then it'll be fine.
0: This is it. Yep. Yeah. Hopefully, everyone's got their shit together, and we can move on.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, Peter Rabbit 2, obviously, is has is a pushback. Um, I don't... If Kendall was here, she'd tell us these... Because by assuming the way that she's written new release dates, um, I'm assuming these have all been pushed back, so... Yeah, and um, I feel like
0: Ghostbusters would have been as well. Again, that's something that's been on the table for ages.
1: Definitely, yeah. Mm. Um, Moving into the Paramount pictures, uh, we've got, so as mentioned, the the new SpongeBob movie coming out um, this year on the 31st of July... Um, we've got, and then also mentioned The Quiet Place Part 2, uh, the 4th of September this year, and Top Gun Maverick, 23 December of this year. So, um, I have a feeling Top Gun will probably stay with that release date. Uh, I'm not sure about SpongeBob and A Quiet Place.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'd love A Quiet Place to still be. In that, because I'd love to think by September, <laughs> come spring, we're we're yeah. sort of getting back to normal. Uh, yeah.
1: Well. Mm, yes. Yeah. We'll see. Hope, hopefully, the cinemas all go yeah. back out to um to actually being opened and allowing uh, people to to come in. But we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, I I agree that um the SpongeBob movie could be kind of here or there at the moment. I don't. I think that's mm. quite an unstable release date for it. Yeah. Hey, how do you feel about Supernatural?
1: Oh my goodness. I heard this news, um, I think it was like last week, Um, and I have to say, (laughs) I wasn't wasn't happy about the fact that they then decided to cut Supernatural season 15 short and decided, let's just leave the last few episodes for the next season, but... I understand that a lot of a lot of TV shows had to postpone their filming. Mm. uh, So it made it a lot harder for them to release the last few episodes of their show for the season, which is understandable. Um, disappointing but understandable
0: <laughs> hey so, you get a new the... season you get an extra exactly, season you yeah. have before.
1: that's the only good thing i'm getting out of this we're getting another season of supernatural yeah
0: even if they're not getting more episodes overall you can say it ran for an extra season <laughs> exactly
1: <laughs> it may not have been a full season but hey it's another season yeah exactly <laughs> oh my goodness so i'm i'm happy because from what i know they have filmed all the episodes, mm. um, but they can't um, do all the post-production. Like, they could do the post-production, obviously, off-site um, and, you know, work from home like everybody else. The only problem is going to be if they have to do pick-up shots and stuff like that, which they can't do.
0: Which is probably the reason. Cause it's, yeah, that would it's be the TV, if it's in the can, people don't yeah. have to go out, so- out to the cinemas or anything to watch this, so... Um, yeah. And people are at home, so people would be happy to... are more likely to stay in and watch it. So obviously, yeah, yeah. it's things like post-production that's going to be dramas.
1: And also, yeah. yeah, people
0: can work from home, but some things just need to be done in a team collaborative environment.
1: Exactly, exactly. Even if they're so, behind the scenes. Yeah. yeah. Even, so as I said, even though all the episodes for the season have been filmed, they just they can't release it because they haven't been finalised. So, you know, it's 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 a little sad, but... You know, Supernatural fans, we're getting one last season, even though this was supposed to be the final season. It's not. Get excited for the next season.
0: <laughs> Yay. Yay. <laughs>
1: Yay. Um, uh, you seem you to be excited about uh, this new Friday the 13th board game, Wayne.
0: Yeah, my birthday is in December.
1: Yes, I know this. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Might be something thoughtful if people wanted to pitch in. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you um, have you? you
1: have you read into what this board game's about?
0: I don't care. I want it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you don't care. It's like <laughs> I don't care. It's Friday the thirteenth. Just give it to me. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, it'll actually be um, a strategy game. So essentially, oh. yeah. And there is a sim. There's a game that is similar that has been released. Mm. Um, made for horror fans that is essentially Friday the 13th without Mm. using the word Friday the 13th and Jason Voorhees Uh, so they don't get sued.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, interesting. (laughs) And
0: so essentially using um, game strategy, uh, different tools that you pick up along the way, uh, you have to try to avoid being killed. Of course. Uh, Yes. And on the other hand, somebody (laughs) might be out there trying to kill you. And their Ah. power and weaponry increases as they go through the different levels. Yeah. So it's kind of like a cat and mouse board game, I suppose.
1: That's interesting. Do we know um, whether the player that plays the killer actually is revealed to everybody? Or is it everybody keeps their characters to themselves type of thing?
0: I... think the characters are revealed out because it also does sound similar to the jaws board game. So in the okay. jaws board game, someone plays the shark. So you know who <laughs> is you know who is the shark.
1: Okay, so and
0: you- <laughs> up to 3 other players can play any of the three other um main main characters from the movie. Right. Cuz the okay. board game follows the <laughs> plot line of the movie. So the idea yep. is the shark though it moves around the board game. Uh, invisibly so you know because the shark's underwater
1: ah that's that's interesting (laughs) yeah so based on
0: what the shark does what the play yeah the person playing the shark does they will either Mm -hmm. be visible or invisible but you know they will so you know if suddenly a swimmer is attacked or something even though you can't see the the shark there you know they're there (laughs) if that makes sense yep okay <laughs> yeah it's a really complicated like the jaws board game is really complicated it's like it takes like an hour to play um and okay <laughs> yeah and i think 55 minutes of those is just explaining the rules to everybody no <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah yeah but it's something like that but again it's kind of like a bit of a cat and mouse type thing um in, yeah. the, jaws- in the jaws game and maybe in the friday the 13th game um the the ending is not set in stone. So, for example, you know, in those movies, the people win and the good guys win. Uh, mm-hmm. Whereas in the board game, definitely for Jaws, in the board game, for example, the shark can win in the end and actually kill all the heroes.
1: <laughs> oh, that must be fun for the player who plays the shark. <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, well, yes, I will pop that on my Christmas shopping list or birthday shopping list. <laughs> In December if we ever get to do it
0: <laughs> you can send things in the mail
1: yes I can do that too <laughs> oh my goodness um, Let can we just go back to the, the top there and just mention um, some of those wonderful people who have passed away unfortunately
0: absolutely some very talented uh, men have left their legacy on popular culture like yeah. Bill Withers. What a voice. What a talent. Yes.
1: Oh my goodness. Yeah. Those songs mm. so iconic.
0: Yeah, absolutely beautiful. Like everyone know that just the melody, the way he sings ain't no sunshine.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh my, my goodness. Gosh. It breaks yeah. your heart.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. Beautiful. Um Yeah. Yeah, we had um Andrew Jack. Yeah. Responsible for supporting and helping so many actors find the perfect dialect.
1: Oh, my goodness. He must have been some hell of a a, a dialect coach. Like, he has helped... Well, he's coached Robert Downey Jr. He's coached Chris Hemsworth. You know, a lot of... Apparently, a lot of Star Wars actors as well.
0: Yeah, well, and Um, appeared on screen in Star Wars.
1: Oh, so he appeared as well?
0: Yeah, he was in the Star Wars movies himself, yeah. Ah,
1: wow, okay.
0: Absolutely. So, yeah, gosh, an incredibly uh, talented and important man as well, because, you know, he's, yeah, the way you deliver your dialogue, not only just how you say it and what you say, but, you know, all of the different nuances to it you know, say exactly. so much about... Exactly, and
1: it has to... Yeah, and it has to sound so natural while you yeah. say it as well.
0: Absolutely. I mean, where would Meryl Street be without a dialect coach, let's be honest, people? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: Um, and then we also had Fountains of Wayne, founding member, Adam Schlesinger, as well. Yeah. Who died quite young, at, only at the age of 52. Yeah.
1: Just yeah. really sad.
0: Yeah, so he was um, Oscar-nominated for the, the song That Thing You Do in... The movie called That Thing You Do which was directed by Tom Hanks oh wow yeah so the title song That Thing You Do uh, was penned by Adam and yeah he was nominated for an Oscar for that one yeah so yeah That Thing You Do is like about a like I think it's like a 1950s boy band and they're uh, um, okay. they're one hit wonders they only have one hit uh, um, which right is right. the title song That Thing You Do yeah and it yeah. just follows them but it's it's a great movie actually and that song by the way Full, yeah. if you have mm. not heard of it before and listeners if you've not heard of the song that thing you do before source it and listen to it and enjoy because it's such a fun boppy song
1: okay i yeah, uh, will look that up <laughs> it is gorgeous
0: like if you heard it playing on the radio you'd be like oh you know you would think real band <laughs> actually yeah. like old school song that was released back in the day and had commercial uh music and had you know all a commercial hit and all of these different things it, it was yeah. yeah such a great song yeah
1: yeah well we are saddened by the loss to the uh to the industry uh may they all rest in peace
0: absolutely and popular culture and entertainment which is what is getting us through exactly Uh, self-isolation and quarantine is much better Mm. for all of them so thank you thank you thank you listen to some bill weathers tonight
1: all right now that we've got through the nerdy news, it is time to roll on up to the trailer park.
0: Yes, change of pace, trailer park time. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Eehana.
1: Alrighty, let's get into these trailers. Wayne, which one would you like to start with?
0: Oh, how about Greenland?
1: Oh wow. My goodness.
0: Yeah. So now, Fulia, it's not a secret. I love, love disaster movies.
1: (laughs) What'd you think of this one?
0: (laughs) I love, love, love this trailer. (laughs) (laughs) This is by far the best trailer this week and has been one of the better trailers for a really long time. Um, Yeah, I I
1: have to kind of agree with that one.
0: Oh, look, it's a throwback to the disaster movies of the 70s and their resurgence in the 90s as well. Uh, these mm. were the prime and peak times for disaster films.
1: Yeah. Um, oh it, my
0: goodness. It's got all the makings of a, of a classic disaster movie. You know, we start with the family unit. People are in peril, but they don't know they're in peril. Uh, yep. You know, they're all just, there looking at comets and then suddenly they see what happens when the comet lands and they're like, Oh dear. Oh, yeah. Yep.
1: It's like that shock wave when it hits Gerard, yes. Gerard Butler's character.
0: Oh That gosh. for me,
1: I was just like, Oh my goodness, what happened?
0: (laughs) So intense, absolutely. And this trailer is so brilliantly edited. It's a nail-biter. I can't wait, cannot wait to see this one. I think it's going to look gorgeous on the big screen as well. Um, Mm. I'm really excited about this one. Uh, Fulia, what did you think overall?
1: Uh, Okay, so I'm not a huge fan of uh, disaster films. Um, I haven't actually seen... um, I don't think I've seen any in my time. <laughs> Maybe is- one or two that I can't remember. The same Titanic. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, mm. I sub- well, I guess that's a disaster film, so
0: <laughs> most certainly is.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so, there you go. I have watched at least one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this one um wow, like that that for me kind of feels kind of realistic because it could potentially happen like in reality. Yeah, and that's a little bit scary for me. <laughs> well, there's nothing
0: you can really control about it. No, um, no. A lot of the, a lot of disaster movies are based on you know natural events. I suppose natural disasters mm. or natural elements. Yeah. And yes, you, one could argue meteorites and comets and so forth. Well, they're natural. They're a part of our you know un- universe. <laughs> really? Yeah. Exactly. Um,
1: exactly. But
0: you know, they're not something that we encounter every day for example we know uh, what a building on fire does if mm. you know what I mean we know what a sinking ship does yeah uh, we know what an animal attack looks like you know they're, they're still yeah. all horrific and dangerous things absolutely of but we have a, a bit of a familiarity at least in what they are like and experience and, and feel like or would be like and and yeah you know, exactly and, and uh, this yeah.
1: this in itself is a totally diff it would be a totally different experience mm-hmm. something that I don't think has happened for th- maybe hundreds or hundreds of years maybe thousands of years oh, I mean look, the you- major the ma- the major one was like a long time ago <laughs> well yes yeah, wiped
0: out the dinosaurs exactly
1: <laughs> 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 that's the only that's the only one in history that I know of.
0: Yeah. Um, no, no, I agree. But something like of this scale, you go, well, it would be scary, and how would you cope? Because yeah, you know, it could. It, it's it doesn't really discriminate, does it? Everyone is, you know, everyone on the planet is in danger. It's almost like exactly. a pandemic, <laughs> really. Yeah. <laughs> when you think about it,
1: and and in the trailer later on in the trailer when it actually starts, almost like it's raining comets. Yeah. Oh my goodness! It's like. Get out of there, but how? Because, you know, one of those medias could hit you at any second.
0: Well, there's nowhere to go, really, yeah. except Greenland, <laughs> apparently. Well, exactly. Which seems exactly. to be a safe zone. Yes. Mm. So, Fulia, do yourself yes. a favour to get yourself ready for this movie.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I want you
0: to write the name of this Simpsons episode down. Okay. And it's called Bart's Comet.
1: Bart's Comet.
0: It is not only (laughs) one of the greatest Simpsons episodes of all time, it would have to be in my top five. Now, if I rate it highly, you know it's good. (laughs) And if Kendall were here, she would rate it highly too. Yeah. It will prepare you for Greenland. (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) I will watch it. Done. It's written down.
0: You will love it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So Wayne, when will this be out?
0: Well, hopefully. Hopefully. (laughs) Out on the 12th of June.
1: (laughs) In the US and 21 August in the UK, so no Australian release date as of yet.
0: July for us. Let's throw it in between. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh uh, yeah, something a bit more light-hearted yes. was yes. love wedding repeat.
1: Oh my goodness! Tell us um, about it. Wow. Okay. Uh, I'm slightly confused as to what's going on, but it looks like a a, a wedding disaster potentially. Mm. <laughs> Um, with, you know, the usual, uh, things that happen with, you know, family members and exes and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, little shenanigans that are happening at the reception and all that sort of thing. So it, it looks kind of looks interesting, but not really. Um, I'm not, I didn't like this particular trailer, to be honest.
0: Yeah. Was there Um, anything specifically that you've just kind of gone, eh, no.
1: Yeah, look. Um I think I think the whole point you know, the whole thing about, you know, somewhat using the what was it, the bride's um sleeping medication to try and get (laughs) the ex to be, you know, drugged up and just get them out or just keep them out somehow to stop them from ruining the wedding. Mm. Um that was just like, okay, you guys are going a little overboard with this. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just I don't like the, I don't like the look of this particular film, to be honest. What well, about you, Wayne? Well, I really
0: enjoyed the sense of humor from this film, mm. um, and I, I think its sense of humor it'll elevate it uh, from a familiar formula because it does have a yeah. familiar formula. It's got like a similar vibe to Death at a Funeral, which is a really funny movie set surprise yeah. surprise around a, a funeral. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you've got. Ha- mayhem chaos around a formal event. So this sort of yep. has that that feel to it, but nowhere near as, I don't know, as appealing. I don't know. The, look, the, the very peppery, jazzy music during the trailer has helped sell the film to me, but yeah. I don't have high expectations for this one. As I said, I love the cheeky sense of humour. There's a lot <laughs> of energy in this trailer. So mm. for me, the film can only work if it can maintain that energy, yeah. Um, once it starts in the film, it's obviously not going to start from the get go that way. But once we not. build on it, and once it hits that level of uh, of catastrophe and chaos, it has to yeah. maintain that momentum all the way through. Otherwise, oh, I think the film will just flop. Yeah.
1: Of course. Yeah.
0: Yeah. When's it out, full? Yeah.
1: So it'll be out on Netflix on the tenth of April.
0: Okay. Only a few. Only a few days. Maybe for mm. you, maybe we should watch it before the next podcast and then we can quickly review it. What do you reckon?
1: Yeah, actually that's a good idea. Oh. We should uh, try and do the whole, you know, watch it at the same time thing. Yes. <laughs>
0: Let's we'll give it we'll give it a whirl. We'll, we'll we'll see if we can watch it and then we can talk about it next okay. week because we're not we don't have high hopes for this movie. No. <laughs> Let's see if we're proven wrong. It would be great if we were.
1: Yeah. All right. <laughs> Challenge on. Okay, and on. the last trailer, Wayne. Seller and the Spades. Okay, so this was really intense. Oh, <sighs> oh okay. Yeah. What, 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 are, what are your thoughts, Wayne? S-
0: size and boredom coming from my side of the studio, Fulia.
1: Okay, okay. <laughs> so look,
0: we've got, you know, the power and the price of popularity yep. You know, at the core of this film, but There's nothing about this trailer that is appealing at all. I Mm. feel like I've just seen this done plenty of times before, which is fine. It's not a bad thing. Formulas exist. There's only seven stories ever told. Anyway, I get all of that. But if you're going to do it, do it fresh. And there's nothing in this trailer that tells me that Salah and the Spades is going to give me anything fresh. I was just like, oh, here we go. Another, you know teen drama and excess about being popular and the price of popularity yawn (laughs) i i Mm. found i I just there was not like you know greenland i loved love wedding repeat i was like "Eh, not sure but it it could have potential Salah and the spades nothing there is nothing about this at all that is appealing like nothing
1: yeah, it, I'd, it didn't intrigue me in any way either.
0: I'd rather watch Cruel Intentions if I want to see spoiled brats fight over popularity and domination of each other.
1: Mm, but but okay. yeah,
0: yeah, fully. Yeah. Sorry, what were you saying about selling and the Spades?
1: Yeah, it just yeah, it didn't seem very intriguing to me either. I mean, there was there was a lot of intensity to it in the trailer, but um, I the story just didn't really like the trailer didn't sell the story to me to be honest. Um, yeah, it's boring. Yeah, yeah it, it doesn't look intriguing to me. Um, I'll, I'll, look, I'm pretty sure there'll be people out there who like this kind of kind of film, this mm. type of drama. Um, but yeah, not for me, to be honest. Yeah. Look,
0: give me another trailer. Give me a second trailer. One that mm. actually gives me some depth. And yeah. you might convince me, but at the moment, nah, this is just flickering on a screen somewhere and i'm not there yeah yep 17th of april
1: on amazon prime yes all right we're rolling on out of the trailer park mm-hmm. and now it's time for Popcorn culture yay <laughs> our favorite segment of the podcast yes Oh my goodness, what are we talking about today, Wayne? Well,
0: we're still in self-isolation, but one of the places that we can go is to the supermarket. Yes. Yes, kind of kid in a candy store, especially for (laughs) you, (laughs) Fulia.
1: Yes, Uh, it can be sometimes. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. So today we were talking about what we've been eating or cooking at home. Yes. In this time to ourselves. How are we keeping ourselves entertained? Because cooking and entertaining ourselves or our family members is kind of the extent of it really isn't it
1: pretty much so it's literally going to be about um what have we been making in the kitchen or what have we been buying from takeaway (laughs) (laughs) in case we felt a bit lazy (laughs) yeah
0: i actually haven't done takeaway
1: Oh really? Um, is,
0: but mind you I'm only eight days into it, Fulia. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only eight days into it, and I'm not a, a culinary whiz like you are. Um, so nothing, <laughs> I wouldn't
1: say I'm culinary whiz, but so sure.
0: <laughs> nothing nothing too exciting from my part of it. However, okay. yes. I have discovered the joy of sweet potatoes.
1: Oh my goodness, how good are sweet potatoes? <laughs> oh, I like I,
0: I've always enjoyed sweet potatoes. I've had sweet potato yep. chips and so forth. Uh, yeah, these days I'm having a, just a, a lovely baked sweet potato for lunch.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness, that sounds so yum.
0: Yes, and especially <laughs> with these this cold weather really kicking in. Yeah. Might have myself a potato day.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. I speaking of sweet potato, I had sweet potato fries tonight with my dinner. Yum. <laughs> so good.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> well I've also um I've also rediscovered my love of eggs as well for some protein. Ah. Yes. So I do I do
1: remember you talking about the fact that you don't really you don't really eat eggs that much, do you?
0: No, I don't eat them that often, and it's not because I don't like them. Um Hmm. I just, you know, I, I think because I, I enjoy them so much that I don't want to be one of those people who will eat like 12 a day or something.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> Hence that's ch- levels of ch- cholesterols. But, you know, when I eat, I'll tend to eat two at a time. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I'm now trying to just eat one every few days. Um, yeah, just to, yeah. Just to mix up breakfast or lunch.
1: So, yeah, one of the things
0: different. yeah, one of the things about being homebound now is that you, you know, instead of just like, you know, shoving a slice of toast down your mouth and sculling down some coffee as you rush out the door in the morning, <laughs> you actually take your time to have a proper breakfast, sit yeah, and enjoy right. it.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You actually get to prepare it at your own pace. Yes. And then once it's all ready and hot and ready to go, just sit down, take a breath and then devour what you just made
0: <laughs> absolutely and you know what i what i do nine out of ten times when i'm having my breakfast does depend on the time of day and how mm. early it is but i will whack on an old school cartoon to take me back yeah. to those saturday morning cartoons when i was a kid having breakfast yes. you know <laughs> So that's so what good. I, that's yeah. That's what that's what I've been doing, and I've also been uh, I've been discovering kale.
1: <laughs> yes. Okay. What are your thoughts on kale?
0: Look, at this stage, I'm not buying kale sort of as it as it is. I'm purchasing yeah. it already sort of chopped up and mixed with other salads.
1: I, I do. Well. I do it too. I do it too. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and other vegetables, and yeah. I love it. Like. Really, the, the most I go all out with, I'm not going to lie, is actually my breakfast. So, for example, yeah, like, normally I'll have, like, you know, two slices of toast or I might have a bowl of cereal. Mm. These days, it's not just toast. It's not just eggs on toast. But it's a veggie and kale salad sprinkled on eggs on toast. Ah,
1: uh, yum.
0: Yeah. And so... <laughs> Yeah, it's I I can see why not only is breakfast the most important meal of the day, but why it's always been my favourite. I'm loving yeah. that I'm sort of going <laughs> all out now for my yeah. breakfast. And oh my goodness! Yeah, and it's just and only two slices. I'm not going crazy. Uh, no, of course not. You know, but um, but gosh, it's it's filling and it's tasty and it's warm yeah. and there's crunch and. Yeah exactly so, yeah. yeah
1: so depend, depending on how you cook kale yeah. um a lot of like a lot of people don't like kale because of its texture mm. um and especially if you eat it raw now i like having kale raw in salads yes. but it, i will also cook it down with some spinach as well um, with a little bit of lemon juice and some salt and pepper. And it's really nice for breakfast as like your little side dish with your eggs and, and your bacon.
0: Oh, lovely. Okay. So now I've yeah. not cooked down uh yeah, kale no. before. So maybe, yeah, maybe so I c- should.
1: Yeah, no, definitely try it um, cooked. Um, sort of just like a little light sort of a saute. It, it, it wilts the same way as spinach does and it, and it wilts down maybe a little bit slower than spinach, but s- still kind of at the same time. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you sort of cook that down with a little bit of oil and then, you know, sort of like a sprinkle on some salt and pepper. Um, When I first started cooking it down, I had chopped up some onion, sauteed the onion, and then popped the kale in.
0: Oh, my Um, gosh. Onions. yeah. Yeah. throw (laughs) onions on everything.
1: Everything.
0: (laughs) It's the one thing, actually, that I haven't upped my... My breakfast game yet, Fulia. Yeah,
1: yeah. Is I
0: (laughs) definitely, like, when I do, for example, like, scrambled eggs. Yeah. Has to have onions in there. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay, I have not tried that.
0: Yeah, so what I'll do is I'll put the onions. I actually, if you like, this is cute, right? Yeah. So, if you put, uh, chop up red onions. Mm. And you cook that first, obviously, because that takes forever. Yeah. Yeah. Then once they're all nice and soft, put in your eggs and scramble those.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Then just towards the very end there, throw in your ham. Okay. And you will have green eggs and ham. <laughs> the, red yeah. onio- the red onions give the eggs a greeny color.
1: Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> I did fun. not think that would be a case. Wow. Well, it's something
0: I discovered by accident because I tend oh. to like I tend to like um red onions when I in everything I put I tend to prefer red onions because they're sweeter and then that way I yeah. don't need to be adding sugar. Sure, yeah. You know, or any other type of sweetening agent to it. Um yeah. you know, normal brown onions, white onions, very happy with and depending on yeah. the meal when you don't partic- like again, like you know scrambled eggs you don't need sugar so yeah, any exactly. type of onion is fine but just on yeah. that particular occasion i had red onions um mm. yeah and it kind of gave it a, a greeny texture which was fun
1: <laughs> <laughs> very interesting that's one for the dr seuss fans <laughs> yeah absolutely
0: green eggs and ham um, oh my goodness yeah so so
1: what so had do you eat lunch
0: uh, yes i do eat lunch um okay yeah i'm trying to keep lunch light as well Mm -hmm. so yeah if i want sort of that a a bit of starch something a bit hearty it's gonna be a a sweet potato uh but i Mm -hmm. do tend to put um it'll be you know like a salad i'm doing um some veggie mixes and i might Mm -hmm. add some salmon to it Oh, nice! Yeah, some nice smoked salmon. Um, just oh, to get the you know the that, that good oil in you as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah. So again, because I've got the time to play and not just pack a quick sandwich. Um, mm. Yeah. Slow bacon, my potato, um, and then when that's done, it's easy just to throw the salad, cut some salmon in there, mix it all up. Um, yeah. And you just sort of have it as a side dish. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's so good.
0: Mm. What have you been making oh. special for lunch?
1: Oh, okay. Um, so, lunches, um, I'm like you. I'm, I, I go light on the lunch. Mm. Um, so, I usually go... Lately, I've been making um, salads um, and topping that off with sl- uh, sliced smoked salmon. Um, and then I make my own little sort of dressing.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and it's really, really good. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm finding that if you make your own dressing... It tastes so much better than those store bought ones. <laughs> now, I always have my salads undressed, you. So, what yeah. type
0: of dressing uh, that is healthy and tasty should I be using yeah. on my salads?
1: Okay. So, um, if you don't want to go too sort of fancy with your dressings and you just want to keep it simple, mm-hmm. um, I tend to just put, uh, I tend to just drizzle over some olive oil and um, either lemon juice. Or apple cider vinegar, so you need that sort of acidity, right? Um, on on your on your salads, um, and then you know a little bit of salt and pepper if you really want it, mm. depending on your taste. Um, if you do want to go that little bit fancy, um, you can make your own dressings. Like I have been making when, when I'm making um, my set sa- my smoked salmon salad, I make my own tartare dressing. Oh, hello. Yeah, yeah. I love tartar sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I learned I learned this from mum. Yes, because um, mum's know she, everything.
0: Let's be honest. Of course, yeah. oh, she's
1: my my mum is like the professional home cook of the kitchen <laughs> here, so she knows all the things in the kitchen. Yes, um, so she has told me that if you get some mayonnaise, mm. some um capers,
0: Yum. and
1: either yeah, and the uh, and, a, and an acidity, so lemon juice, lime juice, or in my case, I use apple cider vinegar, um, and mix those all together. That is literally, and I think you have to, if you want to use a herb, I'm pretty sure it's dill. Okay. Um, to, if you're going know, to chop that up and pop that in and mix it all together, that's literally what tartar sauce is. Lovely. Yeah. Um, one thing I will advise: capers are very salty. Yes, they so are. So don't yes. don't use too many of them. Mm. <laughs> so no. be 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 very cautious when adding capers to your dressing. Yes, <laughs> because it depending on how many you use, it can get very very salty.
0: Yeah. Did you learn <laughs> that the hard way?
1: Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's, Although, the to be honest, cooking, though. that's the fun of though that's the fun exactly
0: cooking. the trial and error experimenting
1: yeah exactly experimentation is the best when you're in the kitchen
0: yeah um
1: you know i mean it can go really wrong or it can go like accidentally right so
0: <laughs> i love <laughs> you know, those you... flukes and you're like sure i meant right it. <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> so there so the last few times that i have been making my salmon salad i've been using that um, that type of dressing on top of on top of my salad and it's been wonderful because it means that I don't have to add extra salt. Yeah. Because the dressing itself because of the capers already makes it salty, so exactly.
0: it just and balances that out nice slow as well.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Um uh, if it dep- if I'm not having a salad though for lunch, generally what will happen is I'll either have um, the leftover the dinner leftovers from the night before. Or I will end up having um, some instant
0: noodles. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, the uni student's best friend.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Like I think during these times, instant noodles is gonna be the best thing, especially (laughs) um, economically. Yeah, it's gonna be the thing to have in the pantry. (laughs) Yeah, well, you
0: know what I used to. I haven't had instant noodles for. quite a while actually but you know what i would do though i'd actually when when i used to have them for lunch um, Mm -hmm. i'd add a bit of uh frozen veggies to them
1: oh man frozen veggies Yeah. yeah
0: so because the way that i like my noodles is i actually don't like it with the water so I'd get oh, okay. like your so Maggie.
1: Okay, you, so you drain you drain, the, you drain the water.
0: Yeah. So what I would do though is I'd get like you know the the Maggie um, two minute noodles. So not yep. ones that already come in a cup. They come in the packet and you have to. The put packet. Them in a bo- yeah, I do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So what I would do is I would you know snap the noodles um, into a few bits. Yep. And I would then um, add some like maybe just a handful of frozen veggies. So just a, a mix mm-hmm. pack that you get the cubed carrots and and corn and peas in them um yeah put that on top then Mm -hmm. put the water over it so whether you want to have boiling water on it um Mm -hmm. and or just normal water and microwave it or bring it bring the noodles to a boil on the stovetop and then add um and then add the veggies go for that and then at the last minute i'd only put half the sachet so it's not overpowering Um, okay mix that all in drain Mm -hmm. them and mm-hmm. then eat the noodles and veggies like that.
1: Oh wow. Yeah, that's so, that's an interesting take, yeah.
0: Yeah, so that's how I would have my two minute noodles like that. Okay. I mean look, if it's really cold outside, yeah, I'll leave the the, the broth.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, of course. <laughs> but yeah, but
0: most of the time um I would just drain that water out. Yeah.
1: Okay. now that's that's fair enough. Like um, most uh, most people do prefer having their noodles without the broth, mm. um, especially when it's just instant noodles. Yeah. Um, I tend to leave the broth in um, only because of the fact that, you know, it enhances the taste and, yeah. and it's really, it, depending on the type of um, flavor, it's actually really, really nice to have. And like you said, in the colder, the colder days, it is the best thing. It's like just having warm soup.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs> and um, so, with me, um, I tend to use whatever's in the packaging, depending on the noodles. Now, I don't eat um, Maggie's anymore. Like, mm. I used to a long time ago, but I don't anymore. I go to my Asian grocer right. for my noodles. And they have such a huge variety of different types of noodles from different countries. Yeah, It is amazing. (laughs) So for me, I have a whole aisle of noodles that I can pick and choose from (laughs) and try.
0: You're spoiled for choice.
1: Exactly. So what I've found is depending on the noodles that I end up buying, um, I will prepare it the way it's supposed to be prepared. But then if it's say a, a ramen type of instant noodle... Um, I have some dehydrated um, seaweed that I will then add in as extra.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Like an extra topping. Yeah. Um, and so once you once once they they hit water, like hot water, they'll uh, expand. Right. Um So yeah. So I add dry seaweed to, to my noodles. Um, I'll sometimes depending on how much time I have and whether I have the patience to wait, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I will also, um, cook, uh, rehydrate some shiitake mushrooms. So Yum. I'll get dried shiitake mushrooms and, um, soak them in some hot water for about, uh, t- about 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, and then slice it up and chuck it straight into the noodles as well. Cause that can be really tasty. Mm. Um, yeah, so it, it depends. Like I'll play around with, uh, toppings and flavors. Sometimes I don't even use the sachet in the packet. Sometimes I make my own, um, broth seasoning per se.
0: Nice. <laughs> well, it's better really, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Cause in
1: that instance, you know, what's actually going in, yeah. <laughs> you know, the, you know, all the powders that are going in.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I've been making for uh lunch or for dinner alternate i've been making a lot of vegetable soup lately
1: oh yeah
0: and um i've been adding chickpeas to my soup
1: chickpeas oh yeah. yes
0: and so chickpeas are something that i would normally just have you know mixed in with other beans for example
1: mm. yes um,
0: but one time i was like okay i have no idea what to make this is when the uh the the shops were running empty because people are morons um yeah. and i'm like okay what do i have and i bought a tin of chickpeas because it was like the only tinned bean there (laughs) and I'm like okay um I've yeah I've got some chick you know I've got some vegetable stock I've got some veggies let's see what happens when I whack them together and I have to say (laughs) um vegetable and chickpea soup is now one of my favorite staples and it just oh wow a a pot you know will last about four meals um yeah It keeps well, you know, you alternate it, have it every second day or, you know, or lunch for one day, dinner for the, for the next day, just so you've got a few different meals in between. Um, Mm. But I, no, I have to say it's kind of, it's now going to be my, my go-to because it's just so easy to make as well.
1: Exactly. Uh, Essentially. It's it's really, it's really, it's really nice to find, um, you know, meals that you can easily cook. Yes. Um, where it doesn't take that much time to actually put together as well.
0: Yeah, and then once you've got it on the stove, once it simmers, you're like, cool, I'll see you in like, you know, half an hour or however long, you know, it, it takes. Yeah, um, pretty much. Yeah, you just go, yeah, cool, I'll, I'll, I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. That's awesome. Um, for me, dinners uh, really depends on what mum's making. <laughs> yeah, mum's in charge of dinner. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Um, well, usually I try not to depend on my mum when it comes to my dinner. I will do my best to make my own dinner, mm. um, depending on what's in the fridge or the pantry. Um, so, because mum's been doing all the grocery runs, yeah, uh, she's been... So great with buying, you know, certain groceries for me specifically because I can only eat certain foods these days. Yes. Um, that doesn't up to, that doesn't upset my stomach. Yeah. So,
0: <laughs> no, so I get that. she's
1: been yeah so she's been really really cool with buying a lot of different um, gluten free options and paleo friendly options. Um. So to, look, I'll, I'll give you an example. Tonight's dinner was um baked sausages and, uh, sweet potato chips, which she then also added in cause she bought some, I'm not sure what they're called, but they're from Aldi, they're called barbecue mushrooms. So they're really big mushrooms. Okay. Yeah. So they're, they're, um, they're about maybe two or three times the size of a regular cup mushroom.
0: Oh wow. Okay. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they've got a bit more of a circumference to them.
0: Yeah, Are they and... kind of like the ones that you see in the garden, like in people's front yards and nature strips? Because they're quite big. Mm. They've got really big heads to them, hey?
1: Sort of, yeah. Yeah. But um, these particular mushrooms, they look like cup mushrooms. They're just wider. Okay.
0: They're on yeah. steroids. So it's
1: literally, it's, yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, she bought those for me, and I have used those in the past. Um, and she added those in with the sweet potato chips and the, and the sausages added some oil and, uh, some fresh rosemary from the garden, mm-hmm. Popped that in the oven. And oh my gosh, that was delicious.
0: <laughs> yum, yum. That's a
1: great, it's a great option. Um, other meals that I made in the past, um, for dinner, Uh, were pretty much inspired from a lot of different cooking shows that I've been watching. (laughs) Yes. Which I love. Because some
0: some people are really excited for the upcoming MasterChef season.
1: Oh, my goodness. I can't wait. Easter Monday, people. (laughs) Easter Monday. Oh, my goodness. It's going to be so awesome. New judges and, you know, old contestants from the past 11 seasons. Hello, Reynold,
0: Callum, Poe, Hayden. (laughs) (laughs) Those four. And I'm sure there'll be many more when I see the others too.
1: Yes. See, unfortunately for me, I've only been watching MasterChef since season eight.
0: Right. So So do you remember Reynold?
1: I'm not, I don't think so. But yeah, um, you, you are going—you
0: were going to fall in love with him and his desserts.
1: Yeah, was he season seven or eight?
0: No idea, fully. I think
1: because I do—I th- <laughs> uh, I do, I do remember—I do recall him being, I think, sort of in the halfway mark, uh, sort of the halfway seasons. Um, oh, okay, maybe
0: that was one you'd seen him in then. Y-
1: yeah but I don't remember seeing him in the in season, I think it was season eight that I started from, like I said, yeah. so he must have been like season six or seven, yeah, um and yeah, I just started watching Master from season eight onwards, and oh my goodness, like that's I think that's when I sort of fell in love with cooking. <laughs>
0: yeah It's such a great positive show. I'm looking forward to the new it season really is. and also g- giving us new ideas. Yes. For what to cook. And we can keep sharing recipes because yours are a lot more advanced than mine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, getting back to (laughs) what I was talking about before. um, Yes. So, I have been watching a lot of different um, cooking shows, especially on Netflix. They've got a lot of different Mm. um, food-related shows that either show you how to cook food or they show you the history of certain foods and it has been amazing to watch those. Um, And they've also definitely sort of inspired me to make some of my meals. Yeah, nice one. Um, So um, one of the shows that I had watched uh, sort of I think in the last month um, is is a show called um, The Chef Show. Right. Um, And and that's with... uh, uh, John Favreau, his, his, that's his show. Oh, okay. So that show is actually based off his movie, The Um uh, Chef. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I haven't seen, but I really want to now that I now that I've watched this show.
0: <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen that one, but I remember the the trailers when that came out, and I was like, ooh, have to have to check that yeah. one out.
1: Yeah, I really want to see it because I think that's how John Favaro learned how to do a lot of his cooking. Oh, okay. Because he's now a lover of cooking and yeah. cooking at home and doing his own sort of food, and watching the chef show is amazing to just see him do. He, you know, going around to different restaurants around America um, and sort of learning how to cook with these different chefs, and he's he goes around with a with a chef um, named uh, Roy Choi who owns his own um his own restaurant i think in las vegas
0: okay so john's and, learning from the masters sorry john's learning from the masters
1: yes yes that's that's correct yes nice. yeah and um man he can he can cook he can he can <laughs> handle a knife really well too he's good well that's always a good <laughs> skill <laughs> yeah he's uh, he's learnt he's really learnt from the best so he's done really well with that um, and and one of the one of the meals that he cooked on the show was a toasted sandwich, like a grilled cheese sandwich. Now yeah. I know this this doesn't sound that appealing to you. No, but... it does not. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but I will play along.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, but the way that he made this grilled sandwich was over um, well those industrial sort of hot plates. And, um, it's a little bit different when you're doing it on a hot plate compared to doing it in a sandwich press.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: Yeah. So I decided that I had, um, some, uh, gluten-free brioche buns and I thought, you know what, I'm going to do my own version of this. So I got those, I got those brioche buns. Um, I popped in uh, a couple of cheeses that I, that was in the fridge And I think at the time, I think I had, um, oh, I can't even remember now, uh, spinach and kale and, um, and I, and I think I added in, oh no, I can't remember. No, I can't remember. But what I've pretty much done was I sauteed the spinach and kale down Before I added it to the sandwich... Oh, mushrooms! That was the other thing I was going to say. Yeah, the (laughs) was, Yeah, so it was cheese, spinach, and kale, and mushrooms, sliced mushrooms. I cooked down the mushrooms and the spinach and kale mix before adding it to the actual sandwich itself. Mm -hmm. And then what I did was I popped the bottom of the bun in the pan, added the cheese, then added the rest of um, the the ingredients pop the top uh, pop the bun on top and then sort of let it cook and then I sort of I had to press it down so that it would flatten down a little bit yeah and then when it was sort of ready flip it so that the other side would then cook off a little bit as well yeah now I know it's a little bit different with burger buns um, but that's what I had in hand. <laughs> yeah. But how was so it? So I improvised. End? How was it in the it end? It tasted so good. <laughs> yeah.
0: There you go. Didn't oh my need goodness. Them burger buns.
1: Oh my goodness, it was so good. So um yeah, that that definitely uh the show definitely inspired me to cook that. Um, you know, and then I, you know, made variations of. So mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun when you can experiment because of something that you've seen to yes. see if it would work for you. Of course, and also um,
0: having that visual helps because you're like, okay, this exactly. is how they've done it, and if I want to do it the same way, I know what it's supposed to look like. Or yeah. if I do things different, I know which part I want to look make it look different.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. So with me, because uh, I'm doing the best I can to be more paleo friendly in, in my cooking um, because that's what my stomach agrees with. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I've had to improvise with certain ingredients um, because I can't use like just regular ingredients that everybody else does. Yeah. Um, So for me, and like when it comes to cooking, I'll look at a recipe, I'll look at a recipe or I'll watch a cooking show and be like, Oh yeah, that looks cool. I wonder if I can make it, um, a healthier version of, and generally there are ways of doing um, a healthier version of those recipes. So, and you can easily find them online, and it's and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, um, and going you can always through them. M- and-,
0: and and I I actually think because I again I'm not like a very adventurous or or talented cook, but you know I can scrap a few things together. Mm. But I think it's just th- the trying and the adapting and the modifying and making things to your yeah. taste. That's the fun part of cooking. I mean, recipes are fantastic and I think follow them to the letter when you're starting out. But then once you get a feel for a certain recipe or for a certain ingredient or method, I think that's when you can really experiment and have fun as well.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I'm still sort of at that amateur-y sort of stage with the cooking where I still have to kind of rely on recipes. But when it comes to like you know, easy things that you can just put together in like five, 10 minutes. Mm. I, I just do it sort of from the top of my head and see how it goes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) No, good on
0: you. I do too. Again, it's like, I'll say, okay, what have I got in the pantry? What's in the fridge? What can I put together? Um,
1: Exactly. Yeah. And, And you know, you know, what's funny. It's that moment where you have to stand in front of the fridge and just have a look and see what's actually in there. And you're like, Hmm. Just sort of trying to spot the ingredients that you think would go together. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. It's just like when the Master Chef contestants go into the pantry, hey Fulia? <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> oh my goodness. And then you're looking in and you're like, hmm, which and then I tend to go for ingredients that are closer to their use by dates.
0: <laughs> I do too. <laughs> it's amazing. So how, like... It's amazing how creative you can be when things are about to expire. <laughs>
1: I'm looking through the fridge. I'm like, what's about to go off? Let me see what I can use.
0: Yeah, same, same. That's how yeah. I made
1: my vegetable soup.
0: That stock had a day left in it, I tell you.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. Um, so going from savory, let's turn over to the sweet side of things. <laughs> Yummy. What is your go-to sweet treat?
0: Oh, look, so I'm not somebody who makes sweet food.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, but for me, anything with chocolate in it is my thing.
1: (laughs) Of course. That
0: and ice cream, you know, I don't need, I don't don't need a lot in life. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I really don't. Um, and i look, I have actually been good. Like I haven't been buying chocolate. I haven't been buying ice cream. I've been saying Mm. no to sweet biscuits. Um, but, you know, if if I'm allowed to just indulge and forget all about the rules. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. Tim Tams are the greatest chocolate biscuits ever made.
1: Oh, uh, yum.
0: I will not hear anybody say anything else. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Give me chocolate ice cream, something nice and yeah. refreshing. Um, oh wow! Yeah, I look. I in terms of sweet treats, I'm a very simple man. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: Give me the basics. Very cool. Yeah. Yes. Uh, before... Was there
1: anything? Was there anything um, that you actually made in the past that you really liked?
0: No. See again with. Um... With food, it's mainly the, uh, you know, the three square meals that I'll make. I'm not one to really make dessert. I will prefer a dessert that's already done. Um, oh, okay. So, so yeah, pre-made so, stuff, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't really venture into making sweet uh, sweet food or sweet treats. Look, the most I'll do is make a jelly. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> and throw
0: some fruit in there to be fancy, you know, like...
1: Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> Of course. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. That's about it. The most the the only time I really I purposefully cooked sweet food would have been in in, in school home economics. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I'm more in, I'm more inclined in terms of cooking to cook savoury food um, than ah, sweet, and I think it's also enough. because with sweet food, it's you know small doses. Um, and so mm. forth. I know I tried to make chocolate balls once, um, you know, with the coconut sprinkled on them.
1: Oh, yum.
0: Bought the recipe, followed it, and they came out yeah. so dense, so rich, so oh, disgusting. No. <laughs> I'm like, but I followed the packet to the letter and <laughs> how to make these things. Um, and they were not nice. You know, I'd, I'd make the yeah. occasional cake and stuff. But again... Cyril. Yeah. it gives you everything you need. You just crack some eggs and and you're done. Uh, All you need is the wet ingredients and you're good. Yeah, that's the extent. That's the extent of me. But uh, but, fool, you're a lot more creative than I am when it comes to sweet treats, aren't you?
1: Well, kind of. Yes, I sort of. I think my love, my love for my cooking at home. Uh, sort of started with sweet treats and yeah. making my own sort of things, especially when I was craving something sweet that I didn't have at home. Yes. like for instance, you know, a cake, or um, I don't know, like a like a mousse or ice cream. So or pancakes. Yeah. So <laughs> I'll end up making sort of my own uh, sweet treats. Um, it, I tend to find uh recipes online that are made for single serve. Yeah. To make it a lot easier for me because then I don't have to worry about um wondering whether I have enough of the ingredients to make, you know, a four serve, yeah. you know, cake or whatever it is. Yeah, that's true. So, <laughs> so, um I usually so I think I started off with making like mug cakes so you know cakes in a mug or a or a teacup yeah um and they're very simple to make um and you can you can make those in like 5 minutes not mm. even <laughs> and i think that's sort of where my love for um baking then began and so going from mug cakes i dabbled into making um you know cheesecake um, I then started doing my own sort of like, I like making my own pancakes, um, cupcakes. I started doing, um, donuts. I've made donuts in the past.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: um, <laughs> <laughs> um cupcakes and, and donuts. You know, hello. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like really? and uh, what else have I been sort of baking? Uh, yeah. I've been making my own sort of biscuits and cookies and, you know, cream-filled sort of um, whoopie pies, uh, just all sorts of different things. Um, recently, I've made—I like, made my own sort of chocolate chip pancake um, <laughs> for breakfast because I felt like pancakes. Um, I ma- I've even made my own bubble tea.
0: <laughs> oh, hello.
1: I'm like—I had these tapioca pearls sitting in my pantry waiting to be used. Yes, because I can't imagine,
0: you know, you would use them in a lot of recipes.
1: No, no, not really. And I bought them for the intent of making my own bubble tea. And I bought them like a year ago. (laughs) And they were sitting in my pantry for that long. So a couple of weeks ago, uh, I decided that I would use these topioca pearls to make my own bubble tea. And you know what? It turned out really well. Of course it did. You're foodie it foodie. so did. Oh, my goodness. Um, the only problem was once you've opened the packaging, you need to use up those pearls within the week, yeah. like within five days. So you had a lot and of tea? I n- no, I never made bubble tea after that because I was like, well, I'm not going to drink this every day. And I ended up having to get rid of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which was which was a shame because I really enjoyed it. And then when I went out to buy more more tapioca pearls, I couldn't find any.
0: <laughs> oh no, you've had your tea. I
1: know. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, I've I found um, some tapioca pearls that aren't the black ones, which is the ones that are traditionally used mm. in bubble teas. I've used uh, I bought some coloured ones. So, but apparently the flavour is the same. So, hopefully oh, okay. it's not going to make a difference. Just yeah. aesthetics. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and the most recent sweet treat that I made with the help of my lovely mother uh, <laughs> was a chocolate cake, a mini chocolate cake.
0: Yeah. Now <laughs> today- is this the chocolate chocolate cake that you showed off on your Instagram?
1: Yes, it is the latest Instagram post on my Foodie Fuji Instagram page. (laughs) Shameless plug there. Do it, Um, do it. It's a great page. (laughs) Um, Yes, so that is the chocolate cake that my mum helped me make. So I put the ingredients in, I mixed it all up. Um, My mum just advised me on how much of each ingredient to use. Oh, that's good. (laughs) That guidance is always good. Yeah, exactly. So... Um, mum said to not make such a huge cake. Let's just keep it small since I'm the only one who wants it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we made, um, I think, I think it's about a, well, I don't know, about a 10, 10 centimeter cake. Oh, okay. uh, nice. it, yeah. So it, it's fairly small. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's plenty for the next two or three days. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I just made a really nice moist chocolate cake. Paleo-friendly chocolate cake. Um, uh, The only problem was the icing is not paleo-friendly, so the whole cake can't be named a paleo-chocolate cake. (laughs) No. (laughs) Unfortunately. Um, But the icing was done by mum, and it was literally a really simple chocolate icing, and she decorated it and covered it in the sliced almonds, and it was delicious.
0: Yeah, it looks beautiful. You'll, you'll check out Fulia's uh, food Instagram blog. It's amazing.
1: Ah, oh, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I couldn't help it. I think when I first started posting food images, mm-hmm. it was on my personal page. Um, and then I realized that I was doing it a lot. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to open up my own yeah. <laughs> um, separate food-related Instagram account um and just you know and since then it's been it's coming up to being two years since i since i started this and oh my goodness there are so many posts
0: yeah wow. and it's not
1: just of and it's not just the food that i've made it's be it's also food that i've gone out and eaten yeah
0: absolutely um,
1: which has been um really amazing to experience as well which yeah. unfortunately we can't do during these times so
0: no. so now you've got you've got at least two years worth to reflect on
1: yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> but it's also but, a great um, memory for like places you've been that are that have closed down since then.
1: Um, yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. even before
0: even before COVID. We, you know the the restaurant business is ruthless.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, I, I'd say for my my message at the moment is if you're not the greatest of cooks, um, a lot of a lot of small businesses like restaurants, like your local restaurant and cafe. Are kind of struggling at the moment because they they are not allowed to have patrons in their uh, in their venues. So please, if they are offering you know delivery options or you know pick up um, takeaway options, go and do it yeah, and support your, support your local restaurants and cafes because they really need it right like, especially right now.
0: Yeah, because um, we still want yeah. them to be operating once COVID's done. Um, exactly. I am optimistic, exactly. I am faithful, we will all pull through, we will overcome um, this horrible virus that is taking way too many Definitely. people and is making too many people sick because we all want to go out and enjoy um, the lives we've been blessed with and a part of that is going out with family and friends to a really nice meal and just treating ourselves with a nice evening out but these restaurants won't be there if we don't support them now.
1: Exactly, Good exactly, yes, so yeah, make, make sure if you are going to uh, buy any sort of food from, uh, from outside, go to your locals, they are open and still operating, just go and support them, they really need it.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and it, it'll also give us more ideas about what to cook at home.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Well, that's been a great discussion for you because it's been nice to think about different ways that we have been entertaining ourselves uh, and hopefully mm-hmm. given our beautiful listeners thoughts as well about uh, how to entertain themselves in other ways.
1: Yeah, and well. hopefully we've uh, we've also motivated them or inspired them to make certain recipes that we've shared.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and look, any ideas on how to keep um, our brains... Uh, active and our time creative and pleasant and fun and not going so crazy, I am all for it.
1: <laughs> definitely, definitely. Uh so, um what's up with Fred? Yeah,
0: well we've been watching a lot of movies at at Fred.
1: <laughs> yes, we have.
0: <laughs> uh, so look, Fred Watch is, is is still going is still going on. Uh we've mm-hmm. got enough podcasts to last us for the next few months. So at the moment, um, we've got a podcast out called Look Both Ways. I really had to think about that.
1: <laughs> I was like, well, I'm like, what podcast are we up to? Um, yes,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Look, Look Both Ways is out now. A great yep. review with uh, Philip and the beautiful Kendall uh, was, was with us at the time as well, recording mm-hmm. that. So, uh, Philip introduced that movie to both of us. We have another movie coming up soon. So, in a few weeks, another podcast. A fantastic, fantastic movie by the brilliant Steven Spielberg as well. Awesome. Um, we might get some fresh Fred Watch written reviews up. Yeah. We'll see how we go. We're definitely watching a lot of stuff. And Yes, uh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. And, and Fully has got uh, his delivery service out as well.
1: Yes, that's awesome. That was a written review, yeah. Yeah, so speaking of written reviews, um, this month I'll be bringing out another Studio Ghibli uh, FredWatch review for you all. um, And that'll be revealed later on in the month. Yes. Um, And I think that's probably about it from my end. I know... That beta test was released, I think, about a week ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so go and give that a read. Um, yes, have and a... of course, sorry.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, and also have a listen and watch to Collectible Chaos.
1: Yes, yes, I was just getting to that.
0: I know, just you to it, <laughs> it, didn't I? Because I loves me yeah. my Collectible Chaos. I'm not ashamed yes. to admit how much I love Collectible Chaos. <laughs> a great episode so, this month. Great episode.
1: Yes. Uh, it's a it's a great one to go and watch and then go and listen to the new podcast that is collectible chaos cast uh, for more details on her top ten favorite female led films
0: absolutely we've got some really contemporary movies there and Kindle's picked out some wonderful wonderful yes. uh, childhood memories from me there some great bits of nostalgia <laughs>
1: You really enjoyed that one?
0: Absolutely loved it. I guessed what her number one pick would be. Did not surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good, it was a good choice. It was a good choice. Yes, so it definitely was. The, oh, a lot of fantastic movies in there. Um, I'm looking yeah. forward to actually listening to the uh, to the podcast version of it because it's longer. So this is what's great about Collectible Chaos is you get a great video that sums up everything, and then if you want to delve mm-hmm. deeper and hear Kendall's, um, you know, uh, thoughts opinions yes. and further justifications of her reasonings for placing movies where where they're placed listen to the podcast
1: yeah. yeah and and she's she also uh does sort of talk about some of the trivia uh of those films mm. that she mentions as well yeah. which is really awesome
0: yeah she's picked great movies so it's a it's a fascinating discussion it's great and really entertaining yes as well i
1: had fun editing this one too yeah yeah
0: not scary <laughs> it, kind, for it kind
1: of <laughs> no, well it kind of it kind of uh, led me down a little bit of a memory lane with yeah. the movies that i've seen in the past oh, as well <laughs> yeah no absolutely
0: as i said kendall's picked some great films in there as well yeah um yeah definitely. now kendall's normally your co-host for the monthly but because she's been unwell yeah. you had a fill-in uh who look isn't admittedly up to the standard of one Kendall Richardson, but he tried his best.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, guest host on the monthly at Winifred's was none other than Wayne. <laughs> yes.
0: Twas I. Uh,
1: and, yes. And
0: we talked about <laughs> bad movies.
1: <laughs> yes, we did. And, and mis- the uh, one that you should avoid. Yes, and
0: misunderstood movies. Movies that are called bad, yeah. but really they're not, and you should watch them. Um, and most yeah. of them star Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> the really good ones really star Sylvester Stallone.
1: Oh, mm, I don't know. We'll see.
0: <laughs> well, uh, see, that sounds like a person who has not stopped to watch Cliffhanger yet.
1: I have not watched any Sylvester Stallone films.
0: <laughs> I can tell. So you keep your opinions to yourself, young lady. <laughs> Hush. Look,
1: his, his type of action films are not my thing, okay? You haven't
0: seen them, so you don't know if they're your thing. <laughs> so hush. I will not have you bagging, Sliced Stallone. Thank you very much.
1: <laughs> you can tell who's the Sylvester Stallone fan <laughs> in the room. <laughs> Look,
0: I know that he was like in a Marvel movie, but hey, no one's perfect. Leave the man alone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh i should probably rename that episode to the you know the the bad and misunderstood movies
0: <laughs> <laughs> a lot of misunderstood movies but oh yeah no, sa- they were in saying that there was a lot of movies that absolutely deserved to be there
1: <laughs> oh yeah of course <laughs> yeah uh, uh, and one and one surprising movie that didn't make the list <laughs> <laughs> Um, I I think that's probably about it.
0: That sounds right to me.
1: Oh my goodness! And with that, that that was, was a, a podcast, podcast
0: called Fred. Called
1: Fred. <laughs> We're gonna get it one day. I We're doing so well.
0: <laughs> doing so well in two studios.
1: Here I am I'm in, in the Melbourne,
0: and there you are in Wollongong. But we'll get there.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness.
0: Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. For future podcasts from Fred the Alien, follow us on SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. For Fred the Alien merchandise, go to our website, fredthealienproductions.com, and follow the link to our red bubble, where you can get apparel, home decor, bags and stationery.
1: With our own unique Fred the Alien designs by our talented team, unibums incompetent gamers, our life stage shows and more!
0: Yes.
1: That was the Fred bar.: Yes,
0: it was. I've been Wayne Stellini.
1: And I've been a Folio Kantar-Major. And, and you've you just
0: experienced <laughs> a podcast called Fred.
1: Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> With the worst sinking job ever. <laughs>
0: The only way is up. The only way is up.
1: (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) If this is what we're doing for the next three months, then we're going to get better.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can tell you, if this is how it's going for the next three months, we won't have a show by then.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't know. We'll see. I'm pretty sure everybody's going for podcasts and videos at this point to keep them. Occupied. Exactly, and if we keep
0: this quality up, no one's going to be turning to us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or maybe they're forced to because there's nothing else to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for suffering with us across Yay. two studios.
0: <laughs> remember to have your hearty meals. Remember to eat beef.
1: Yes, remember to eat all the food. Yes. Make <laughs> them own it.
0: mud cakes, damn it. Make them. <laughs> Add kale to everything.
1: Everything. <laughs> All the things. <laughs> we don't want haters now. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and. Scene. Scene. <laughs>